Hello and welcome back to my first fanfiction, the podcast where I'll read the third fanfiction that I ever wrote. You're also coming up on the release day of Caught in a Bad Fomance. It comes out on December 5th. You can pre-order it. It's coming now. And actually, the day that this is released, you can go onto my Instagram, El Gonzalez Rose. Actually, and I guess I'll probably post it on the podcast Instagram as well. But the cover for my second book is out now. 10 Things I Hate About Prom. That's right. I have two books. Actually, I technically have three books. But right now you can buy two of them. The pre-order link for that will be in our bio as well. But yeah, I got two books you can buy now. So now the intro is going to be twice as long. <laughs> Too long. Uh, well, I had to get all that information in there. Well, I think you could have been more efficient about it. Oh, God. All right. Well, I guess, I thought I was really confident going into it. I was like, I'm doing a great job at this intro. Yeah. You didn't stutter. Like, you knew what you were going to say. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. until you started talking about the book, and then you st- things started occurring <laughs> to you, and you were like, oh, today also marks the, you know, august occasion of the cover release. Augustific... What? You got a little... You got a little Wait, mixed I, up there. I want to go back to what that word was. August? August? Occasion. Occasion. What's that mean? Um, I like highfalutin. I don't understand how that was used in a sentence. Like an august occasion. Oh. I still don't really get it, but I mean, maybe it'll be in the chapter now. Can you imagine? If the word was in the <laughs> yes, chapter? Yes, and then it taught me? No. You don't think it'll It's hard for me to imagine that. Well, I mean, I, even adult me doesn't know, but it's so it's hard to believe that child me. Right, know. that's yeah. my thinking. Yeah. Uh, this is completely unrelated. I know I had exciting news at the top about my cover and whatnot, but I want to focus on this. Halloween is coming up. Mm. Can everyone tell us what they're going to be? That's it. I just, in the oh. comment, yeah, just let me know what you're going to be. I like to hear about Halloween costumes. Okay. I just got, got Hall- we got the dog, uh, she's doing a Halloween costume this year, and we got her costume in the mail. And I'm just thinking about Halloween costumes. I love them. We we both love them. We take Halloween costumes very seriously. I, I guess this year we're being a little less serious about it in that we didn't spend like six months preparing for it. But we're still doing, I think, a pretty good job with our costume. I hope so. I hope so, yeah. I mean, we'll see how it comes together. Are we going to say what it is here? No. Okay, so you'll have to wait. <laughs> so you'll have to check out our Instagrams on, well, you don't post on Instagram. but Gracious, have, no. Yes, I will probably post what we're doing. It's a full, a whole household costume. That means the dog, Duncan, me, and not the bird. Sorry to the bird. Not Sorry the to the bird. Sorry to the bird and to the horse. Yeah, the horse is uh, being held still, not out on yeah, bail. Yeah. Like, I just can't afford it. I know. And frankly... Yeah. It's a horse. <laughs> Just let, let him sit there. He doesn't know what the difference, really. He's still getting fed his hay and whatnot. Right. To a, I, that was kind of my thinking. To a horse, yeah. what's, the difference what's the difference between yeah. a stable and a jail cell? Yeah, that's a good point. I was going to say, I guess, like, at the horse camp, it kind of gets to roam free. But I guess, yeah, it is in the stable most of the time. It's not really right. out free. Do horses eat hay? Yeah. I, yeah, okay, good. I, was, <laughs> I wasn't actually confident about that. Yeah. Yeah, so the horse is still, you know... You would never believe, but they did set the bail at $3 million. It's very high, and it's just, it's a lot to ask of us. You know, we're humble people, so maybe we'll start a GoFundMe. Humble horse owners. Humble horse owners. Maybe we'll start a GoFundMe to raise money for the horse's, for the horse's bail. I might need to. I don't know how much sympathy he's going to get, though. Yeah, he did kill someone. I mean, you know, let us know if you want to contribute to to um uh, sir martin the second yeah sir martin the second's uh, uh bail fund maybe yeah. we finally start a patreon and it's like the tiers are like 
Sir Barton's Bail Fund. Right. Yeah, stuff like that. Like, that's the highest tier. Right. What are the other tiers? Um, that's a good question. I guess, uh... Trip to Hamtramck. Yes. Trip to Ham... Okay, that should be number one, actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay, second tier is Sir Barton's Bail Fund. Yeah. The fir- the highest tier is, uh, is Hamtramck fans. Uh, so, no, it's like, who... I think the way the tiers work on Patreon is, like, you're a certain type of patron, depending on, on your level. Right. Yeah. Like a Hamtramckian, you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So, number one, and then one top of them, thing yeah. you could be is a Hamtrackian. Yeah. Second then... thing is a savior to, is a friend of Sir Barton the Second. Bail donor. Yes, bail donor to Sir Barton the Second. Right. What's the lowest? Like, it still has to be good. But I don't know. I'm trying to think. I guess you could be Tyva. <laughs> that would be Tyva. She's pretty good. So lowest tier. You just Tyva. are Tyva. Yes, you're just you're the Tyvas of the world. Okay. You're a great supporting character, but you're not the main character. Sure. So, but number one are the Hamtrackians. Yeah. Yeah. And even the Tyva level is four hundred dollars a month. Yes, exactly. So open those yeah. checkbooks, folks. Yeah. Don't worry. We're we're gonna get Sir Barton out of here. <laughs> With that said, in the previous chapter, uh, how could we have forgotten that it is Steffa's birthday? Happy birthday to Steffa. I think happy, she's... Will you play the song? The happy birthday song? Yeah. No, I think it's... Isn't it copyrighted? No, not anymore. Oh, well, heck, then I will. Okay, I'll play it in the background starting now. Oh, <laughs> I believe she's turning 18, but uh, thankfully she's totally fine after her weird violent incident that she had with Bill, because it turns out that her good friend Joy the Ghost has weird ghost powers in which she can not only transport yep. Stefani out of there, she can also heal her. Yep. But the consequence is that she is now see-through. So, humble price to pay. Whatever. But, meanwhile, Stefani's never-before-seen father shows up. Oh, sorry, everybody. Dr. Porridge is laid on the ground to ask for belly rubs. We got, we got, we got to service this. So Stefani's never before seen father shows up on her birthday and is like, "I got a cabin in Whisper Lake," and we don't know what Whisper Lake is, but we know that they are going there now. We have no explanation as to why he's not usually around, and there seems to be some beef between the dad and her grandma, who is who she lives with. But everyone's just going along with it and is like, "Yeah." We're all going to go to the cabin at Whisper Lake. So I think that's where we're picking up in this chapter. We're going to now be at Whisper Lake. One of us said that the dad was Bill and one of us said that the dad was oh, Joy. Yes. yes. Um, I think I said that the dad the dad was Bill. Probably, yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess we'll find out now in this chapter, which is titled, She Needs to Learn This Lesson on Her Own. I guess we'll see who we're talking about here. Are you ready to get into it? Yes. I banged my head against the car window, attempting to clear my head. That's oh one my of the worst ways to clear what your head. What an opening. Just, just smacking your head on the glass. Not good. No. No. Great opener, though. I spent the entirety of last night tossing and turning. I couldn't sleep. I love the varying sentence lengths. Yes, I'll take it. My dreams had suddenly changed from Bill and I making passionate love in the moonlight. Wow. To me running through the woods for dear life. That makes I mean, sense. they're one and the same with they're him. They're both you know? outside. That's true. And that does sound like something he would do. Make love to you one second and then try to kill you the next. So it's all on track. Hasn't that happened already? Yes. The dream started out as me walking down the street and slowly evolved into me running from some unknown predator. Oh, this. Oh, okay. I was going to say, wasn't the dream about them making love in the moonlight? For some reason, I had a feeling the dream was some sort of prediction. (gasps) Just like our friend Elle from Forgotten Memories. Maybe she's psychic. Maybe it's the same character. Oh. That and I would should be, have been calling her L all along. That would be a great plot twist if it, they're actually like 
every story in the one, two, three, Miss Murder, four, five, six universe is like different reincarnations of Elle and Bill. Oh, mm, except Bill just happens to always be Bill <laughs> in every universe. Bill never sent me another message, and to avoid receiving another one, I left my cell phone at home. Yet I can't stop worrying about my grandma. What if Bill tried to hurt her? Joy did say he would hurt my family to get to me, and I couldn't let that happen. Okay, well, what are you doing to stop that? Nothing. Wait, remind me, she just volunteered to go with her dad? Yeah. She okay. was, she's trying to put distance, I guess, between her and Bill. I don't know what she's trying to do Okay, here. that tracks. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. He needed to die, and it needed to be done soon. Dad, Steph is on the Maya side. I hate to say this. This is exactly how Fomance opens. They're in the car, and the sister character is like, move to the other character to the wow. main character self-plagiarism i know i know i was like i should, I should be ashamed <laughs> i am ashamed but for many different reasons tanya pushed my knee away from her half of the car tanya insisted that we stay on our own sides of the car since she said she didn't want me to fall asleep on her again that happened once but she refuses to let me let it down i crossed my legs and rested my head against the window again at least she's not banging her head against it anymore <laughs> My eyes slid closed as I once again attempted to clear my head. For a while, I sang multiple songs until I lulled myself to sleep. Like, out loud? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of Trish, just like, wake me up inside. Because <laughs> she's just singing that to herself out Probably loud. Probably am. Yeah, so just imagine that. My mind slowly sucked me back into my nightmare. Oh, cool. Yeah. I was standing in the center of a dark forest. Ooh, dark. Yes, very spooky. Appropriate for the season. The gentle breeze rustled my hair. I heard the sound of cracking branches and turned to look for the source of the sound. I looked all around, but there was nothing there. I started panicking and took a few steps forward. A strange screeching sound ripped through the air and I started running. Twigs, branches, and bushes scratched my cheeks and legs, but I kept running. I reached what looked like a large brick wall that stretched for miles. This is actually like, okay, like the language is decent. There's some imagery here, I'll take it. No typos so far. There was no way around it, which meant I would have to climb it. I've never tried rock climbing before, but if I don't want to get my life sucked out of me, I'll have to learn. The screeching sound got louder, and I jumped onto the wall. I made it to the top, swung my legs over, and jumped off. I wanted to hear more about the climbing. <laughs> I was disappointed I'm when sorry. she just made it to the top. It's like a video game where like, they just easily are so able to scale, to scale the wall. Yes, exactly. And then you go up a completely smooth wall, like no no issues whatsoever. Yeah, we got a little link over here. Yes. Slash Nathan Drake. <laughs> I managed to land safely and took half a step forward and was grabbed from behind. Rock hard arms held me securely as I tried to free myself from my captor. He lifts rock hard <laughs> arms. <laughs> they tightened their grip and an ice cold razor sharp nail slid across my throat. I like cold nail. Cold nail. That's interesting. <laughs> Have you ever met a warm nail? Nice warm nail? Well, sure. Mm. Many of them are warm yeah. because they're so close to your body. Which cold is fingernail. Blood dribbled down my neck and cold lips sucked it away. I felt Bill's hot breath against my ear. I've missed you, Stefa. His nail trailed down my arm, making a small gash from my arm to my elbow. He squeezed my arm until blood came gushing out of the small cut. Nice. I yanked my arm out of his grip, back kicked him in the stomach, and started running. How'd she back kick? She has to lift her leg very high. She must be part horse. To lift her leg like high enough to hit him in the stomach? That's true. A that is kick? a fairly high back That's, kick. Yeah, unless he was like lifting her in the air, which I don't think that he was. 
I didn't even make it three steps when Bill grabbed my ankle and I fell forward. He yanked me over to him and flipped me over so I was on my back. I attempted to kick him off, but he grabbed my foot before it even touched him. He held my legs down with his knees and held my arms over my head. He pressed his cold lips to mine over and over again, harder and harder each time. Blood fell from my swollen lips and stained his. He squeezed my wrists and started pulling away from me. A pink aura filled the space between us, and I knew it was all over. Oh, bold of her to assume that her aura would be pink. What, uh, what color aura do you think she would have? I don't know, something gross. Green. Olive green. Green. Like a really nasty green, though, like brown green. I have a pink aura. You have a pink aura, you think? Yes, because I'm nice. Mm. Do you disagree? I think your aura would be probably black as pitch. Hmm. I could see that, too. I'll take it. It's pretty cool. (laughs) I sucked in my last breath and got ready to lose my life. (laughs) What a strange way to say that. Not die, just lose my life. I sat up straight. My back went rigid. And I screamed at the top of my lungs. I put my hands against my rapidly beating heart. Once it went down to a regular pace, I lowered my hands and placed my hands against my kneecaps. I yawned and examined my surroundings. I was no longer in my dad's car, but in a wood frame bed with a pink and white butterfly comforter. That's the comforter I had when I was a kid. (laughs) (laughs) The walls were made of a dark brick stone and had only one window. Sitting across from me on the bed opposite mine was Joy. Are you going to read this line? Yes, eventually. I'm working on it. I'm confused. Why? So I guess she fell asleep? Yeah, it's a dream. But she fell asleep and then she was carried into a hotel room? Or is no, they're at, the cab- they're at the cabin at Whisper Lake. Yeah, but she never got out of the car. Yeah, I'm assuming it's like, you know when you're a kid and you fall asleep in the car and you're a baby and your dad like picks you right, up? Right, that's what I was wondering. Yes, yeah, so she's 18 years old. Yeah. I think the dad picked her up. Either that or Joy teleported her. But I'm pretty sure the dad like picked her up like a little baby. Yeah, that, yeah it doesn't make sense to me. I feel that ought to be mentioned. Um, well, maybe we'll get an answer. We gotta okay. keep reading to okay. find out. I, I apologize for um, <laughs> grinding things to a halt. <laughs> you know, just because we're in the middle of nowhere, that doesn't mean you can scream at the top of your lungs. Sorry, I had a bad dream. About what? It's a long story. No, it's not. She had a bad dream that Bill was chasing her. Oh, that's it. That's, that's the whole true. thing. I mean, it was, there was a lot of paragraphs about it. I mean, sure, but you could summarize it as uh, Bill came after me. That's true. And it would make sense. I'm dead. I have time. That's true. She's got nothing but yeah, time. Yeah, but didn't she recently say that she doesn't have a lot of time because she's, <laughs> she's fading got rem- away? Well, I don't know. I think, I guess she must be back at normal again. I don't know. Let's find out. Let's find out. I shrugged, rubbed my eyes, and brushed my bangs away from my face. I didn't really want to tell Joy about the dream. I just don't want to repeat it. Oh, okay, I guess we're not going to find out if Joy is corporeal, but I don't know. There was a knock at the door, and Joy disappeared. Poof. My, <laughs> poof. my dad says, ran... oh and disappears in a cloud of smoke. <laughs> my dad ran into the room frantically. He looked around the room, then turned to me. Stefa, you seen Tanya? No, I've been asleep. Oh, right. <laughs> also, I like that apparently she was screaming at the top of her lungs. Yeah. So much of the Joy was like, what are you doing? And he ran in. Panicked. I thought he was going to be like, why are you screaming? Instead, he's like, I've lost another kid. (laughs) Is Tanya missing? She said she was going to play on the porch. Then I heard someone scream, so I ran out there and she was gone. Oh, the screaming was me. Why were you screaming? (laughs) Oh, you know. (laughs) There's a lot of screaming people in this house. 
Also, how could he mistake the screaming of an 18-year-old girl and the screaming of, like, an 8-year-old? Um, I don't know. Well, probably it just sounds like, ah! Okay. You know, like a scream. Sure. Bad dream. He grunted and scratched his head. I stood up and started pulling on my shoes. I'm going to go look for Tanya. Yeah, thanks, Stefa. Yeah, he's, he's not going to do anything. <laughs> the small child I got to catch up on some TV. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm on vacation. I smiled at him and pulled up the zipper on my sweater. I walked out of my room, down the hall, and exited the cabin. Sounds like a fancy sweater. Is it a quarter zip? I know. I was just thinking that. I'm like, this is a sweater with a zipper. I don't know. Maybe it's a, a birthday gift. The wind blew my hair all over the place and I crossed my arms, attempting to warm myself. Tanya's Barbie dolls were scattered all over the porch. I looked around, trying to find Tanya, but she was nowhere in sight. There was a large hill a few feet away from me. Tanya probably got bored with her Barbies and decided to explore. I climbed up the hill and doubled over when I got to the top. Oh, okay. I didn't know I was this out of shape. Oh, 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 okay, okay. I looked down the other side of the hill and saw Tanya playing in a pile of leaves. <laughs> Wee! I stomped down the hill towards her and felt myself slip. I landed in a puddle of leaves and mud. <laughs> mostly mud. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Nice. Love oh, that. I know it's not probably not meant for comedy, but I'm eating it up. I'm glad that happened to her. Uh, yeah, I think this is good. Yes. I growled and wiped the mud on my hands off on my jeans. Tanya looked up from her pile of leaves and walked over to me. She held out her hand and helped me stand up. You really should be more careful. Yeah, drag her for filth, Tanya. <laughs> no need. <Yeah. laughs> oh, that was good. Tanya, what are you doing out here? I got the board. Well, let's go back to the cabin. Dad's worried about you. Mm, I don't want to go back. Why? I don't know. I have this uh, bad feeling about the cabin. What do you mean? I don't know. Tell Dad I'll come back in uh, ten minutes. You promise to come back? I promise. Tanya rolled her eyes and went back to playing in the leaves. She's like, these people never leave me alone. I just want to play with my leaves. And who wouldn't? (laughs) I trudged back to the cabin and left my mud-soaked boots on the doormat. I walked into the entryway where my father was anxiously waiting for me. If he was so anxious, he could have just come with her. Why is he just sitting there just being like, oh, I hope they come back? Has it been mentioned whether he has legs? Uh, I guess not explicitly, but I'm assuming he does. I'm just, I'm searching for an explanation. That's fair. Maybe he's legless. Maybe. I don't know. Let's keep reading to find out. Did you find her? Yeah, she's playing over the hill. She'll be back in a few minutes. Oh, thank God. By the way, you might want to take a shower. You're covered in mud. Gee, thanks for the update. (laughs) So sassy. I would ground her. I pushed past him and walked towards the bathroom. Oh, very rude. Why is she so mean to him? Everyone's being rude. He brought you to this beautiful cabin at Whisper Lake. I think it was also rude to tell her she was covered in mud. She is covered in mud. Yeah, but she probably knows. (laughs) Oh, I know. The bitter cold and disgusting mad had put me in a bad mood. (laughs) I'm not just mad. I'm disgusting mad. Disgusting mad. mad. I think it's supposed to be mud. I agree. (laughs) The bitter, cold, and disgusting mad, man. Yeah. I walked into the bathroom, peeled off my muddy clothes, and hopped into the shower. I spent a good hour scrubbing the mud An off hour. my body. My An mother, hour? He, he should be banging down that door. He's pay, He's got water bills to pay. Well, Absolutely he, not. Is, does he own the cabin? Yeah, I think he does. Oh. So, <laughs> either way, even if he was renting, I'm pretty sure you gotta pay that water bill. It's just mud. It's not like she has ink on I her. I know, yeah. It's just like, bro... <laughs> I mean, that's the easiest thing to clean. It's just dirt. Yeah, just wipe it off. 
I later stepped out of the shower, wrapped a towel around me, and walked back to my room. I entered my room and nearly had a heart attack, sitting on my bed, in all their beauty, playing with the dream catcher over my bed, was Bill. Is it really, you think? Why is it? How did he get in here? He probably he just ran. Showed up, ran? Sure. I mean, how did he get in the house? Uh, he turned into smoke and entered through the keyhole. Oh, that'd be fun. I hope that's what it was. I would have screamed, but if I did, my dad would have come in and Bill might hurt him. I kept my mouth shut. Actually, you know, she should have screamed because the dad clearly doesn't come when she screams. <laughs> <laughs> Bill turned to look at me and smiled. Nice outfit. He winked and I shrieked. <laughs> I'd nearly forgotten about my partial nudity. <laughs> <laughs> I love the, the phrase partial nudity. That was very, that's a big word for me. <laughs> yeah, but it's not quite, it doesn't, it doesn't quite vibe. I mean, I like it. Partial nudity. <laughs> yeah. It sounds it's like true. it sounds like a film rating. Yes, it does. Maybe that's where I heard it. I saw it in the like ratings thing. The I was NBA like, mm, box. Partial nudity. Like PG thirteen, huh? Mm. That sounds good. Writes that down. Be like, I'm gonna come back to that. <laughs> I wrapped the towel as tightly as I could over my body and tied a knot to hold it together. He laughed and jumped off my bed, landing neatly on his feet. Oh, like a little cat. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm not here to hurt you. Then why are you here? I'm here to give you your birthday present. Not interested. You think it's a horse? I hope it's a horse. Let's see. What if it's our horse? The horse has somehow left this dimension. Yeah. And got into the he story. Says, I brought you a horse. His name? <laughs> Sir Barton's the second. I broke him out of jail. <laughs> <laughs> I turned to leave the room, but his arm gently grabbed my shoulder. He pushed my hair away from my ear and whispered to me. But I guarantee. I turned French. But I guarantee. <laughs> It's a presence you'll never forget. Well, you turned French. I'd like to imagine that it's Lumiere from Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. The sexy handle holder. Uh-huh. <laughs> Candlestick. What? Yeah. That's who you were when you when you did the Fred Jackson. Yeah, that's not yeah. the part. Yeah, Wait, how can a candle holder be sexy? Well, I'm saying the way the, you're doing a seductive voice as if to make him be a, uh, a sexy candlestick. I see, I see. Some might objectively say he's a sexy candlestick. Well, I'm Googling the, the candlestick. Lumiere? Do you think he's sexy? Um, no. Okay. But... I could be convinced that he's sexy. Okay, so here's the thing. Yeah. I never find animated characters sexy. Okay. Like, especially non-human animals. You know how people are always like, oh, the fox is sexual the fox or whatever? Is, the fox is sexy. That's insane yes. to me. Um, But I'll tell you this about the candle holder. He does got bedroom eyes. Yeah, they're like half-lit. So I can see yeah. it. They're half-lidded. He's got that like... Mm. I can imagine there's probably some some yeah. sort of culture around this. I absolutely think... I think if he said the right thing... Yeah. Oh, it'd be on. Okay. For sure. All right, well, from here on, don't picture Bill. Just picture the candlestick <laughs> from Beauty and the Beast. His words were like velvet, weaving their way out of his sultry lips. <laughs> just think about him being like a clown, like pulling velvet pieces <laughs> like out of his mouth. I you love know? that. Yeah. He placed a butterfly kiss on my bare shoulder. What does that mean? So a butterfly kiss, this is what's funny, I don't think I knew this, but a butterfly kiss, I believe, is actually when your eyelashes brush against something. I think that's what a butterfly kiss is. So he's okay. just, he's putting his head on her bare shoulder and, and, like, and blinking. blinking, yeah. And blinking. I think, assuming, yeah. unless they mean like a light kiss, I, I guess that's what it could also mean. But I, I think, Oh, like the, the gentle touch of a butterfly. Yes, I, you know, a gentle kiss. But I think it's... I think it's when your eyelashes flutter on. I don't know. I'm not confident, though. I held onto the doorknob so I could leave, but his hand slipped over mine and pulled my hand away. He linked both of hands with mine (laughs) and kissed my upper neck. Wow, both of. Both of hands. (laughs) 
His kiss turned my legs to jello, and my entire body felt weak. Yeah, you're spiritually weak as well. Yes, that's true. <laughs> Girl, stand up. You said he needed to die like a second ago. He let go of my hands and held me by the arms, making sure I didn't collapse. I grabbed the towel covering me and held onto it as tightly as I could. He ran his cold fingers against my neck, causing me to gulp and clench my fist. Well, tell me about the nails, though. Mm, I know the hands are cold. I, yeah, but I, I think those nails might be cold as well. Mm, ice cold? <laughs> I refused to let him take over me. He put his hands on my waist and turned me to face him. Is she not face? Oh, okay. I, I thought she was facing him this whole time. He kissed my lips and attempted to move my hands away from my towel. But I wouldn't budge. Girl, put up more of a fight. She's like, I refuse to let him in. But I will let him kiss me. <laughs> He stopped kissing me and made my face level with his. He held my face in his hands and ran his thumb over my cheek. He kissed my eyelids, forehead, and both cheeks, then leaned over and whispered in my ear. I promise I won't hurt you. I like that he's kissed her eyelids. I'd like to think they were open. Like her eyes were open. He's just like... <laughs> Kissing her eyeball. Just the top of the eyeball. Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe you. Then I'll prove it to you. He took my clenched fist and kissed each individual fingertip. His forehead rested against mine, and I looked into his eyes. They were a dark blood red. Nice. Piercing straight through me. Mm, blood is the color of blood. Mm. That's what vampires eat. His favorite meal. A sudden feeling of lust came over me. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Stand up for yourself, girl. I held Bill's head in my hands and pulled him to kiss me. Oh! to standing up for yourself you're just like nah i'll kiss him why not maybe um he has some kind of venom in his kiss yes oh, that'd be a good title for this right the venom of the your venom kiss. in his kiss the venom in his kiss if you see a story yeah. from me hit the market with that title mind your business <laughs> the girl with the venom kiss the Mm? That would that would move copies. Well, if you're gonna see like next week you're gonna be like <laughs> major deal seven figures just announced he smiled into the kiss and placed his hands on my waist again. I grabbed him by his shirt and slowly guided him to my bed. I didn't know what I was doing or why I was doing this. I just knew I wanted him. Badly. We sat down side by side on my bed, never breaking our kiss. He pulled my knees and placed my legs on his lap. This is the tightest tied towel of all time. That towel is holding in. He let his hand run up my leg, stopping at the hem of my towel. We pulled apart. And he looked at me solemnly. I gulped. I untied the knot holding the towel together and let it fall off of me. Bill looked me up and down and smiled at me. You changed your mind? Rather than replying to him, I kissed him and pulled him onto me. He gently straddled me and removed his shirt. My fingers ran down his chest and he kissed me. I put my arms around his neck and completely surrendered myself to him. And I was getting so embarrassed. Like, my cheeks yeah. legitimately red. She blushing. And now, here's what's happening. Tanya. Yeah. <laughs> Thank now, God. Yes. Thank the Lord we are now in Tanya's POV. I'm worried about this. Um, them, I'm just going to be boning? sitting here reading erotica into a <laughs> microphone. I can assure you that it does not get much steamier than that. I'm, yeah. I'm fairly confident. Because I didn't know what I was doing, <laughs> of course. I'm only like 13 at this point. So I think that's the most, I think that's the most adept it's going to get. <laughs> I don't think it'll be any worse than that. But even then I'm like, oh my. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to get ribs. <laughs> I can't. So I'm glad we're switching gears. I still had the bad feeling about going back to the cabin. 
but I decided to keep my promise to Stefa and go back. I abandoned my small army of leaves and twigs and started marching back up the hill. Tanya and these leaves are um, what's going to save this soul story. There's no voice here, right? This is supposed to be an eight-year-old? Yep. She, if anything, she's talking more mature than, than Stefa. Ah. Uh, I'm critical. That's true. <laughs> I got to the cabin and picked up all my Barbie dolls from the porch. My dad would have a fit if I left my toys out. I kicked the front door open, walked into the cabin, just slams the door <laughs> kicked it open. Hello! <laughs> it's like you and Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> yes! I'm back! My dad came running from the den, knelt in front of me and grabbed my shoulders. Danya, never go off wandering without telling me again. Again, if he was so nervous, why didn't he just go get her? He's like, he ran and he's like, Tanya, I haven't seen you in years! <laughs> it's like he knew where she was. I'm sorry, I want to do it again. I put on my best puppy dog face in hopes that it would prevent him from grounding me. He sighed, scratched his head, and stood up. He's doing a lot of scratching of his head. Mm. In this chapter. Maybe that's the issue. Mm. Uh, his his head, head is too itchy he's, he's, to go look for his daughter. He's got dandruff. <laughs> that's his big. I gotta go shampoo my hair. Just learn from your mistakes. I smiled at him, and he smiled back and ruffled my hair. I walked down the hall to Stepha's room so I could tell her I was back. I placed my hand on the partially open door and felt a burning sensation in my hand. Oh my, cursed door. Wow. I immediately pulled back and blew on my burnt fingers. I looked up and peeked through the small crack leading into the room. What I saw made me drop all the dolls in my arms. Before my eyes, I saw my mortal enemy <laughs> kissing and lying on top of my naked older sister. Oh no. My mortal enemy. She nude. <laughs> oh no, she's nude. Yeah, I would not want to be the enemy of an eight-year-old girl. <laughs> that would be so terrifying. The wrath this child must have. Yeah, small fists. That's true. That's true. I knew I had a bad feeling about this cabin. Why would Stefa do something like this? To be fair, I think she would have boned him at their house as well. I don't think it has anything to do with the cabin. Yeah, it's because of the venom. Yeah, yeah, this was bound to happen. She knew he was dangerous. She knew he wanted to kill her. Yet there she was, making skin-to-skin contact with it. <laughs> Accurate. Yes, that's what they call it, skin-to-skin contact. I should go in there and warn her. <laughs> no! She needs to learn this lesson on her own. Oh, the death lesson. Yes, that's the One of the most powerful lessons. So this petty child said, yeah. let her die. <laughs> I'm going to go play with the leaves. You know, and walk. That's the end of the chapter. At so. this point, yeah. I understand it. No, I agree. I think Tanya should leave her alone, but I yeah. do find like the concept of that funny. Like The moral compass of an eight-year-old is like, she didn't listen to me. I'm going to let her die. <laughs> I got my own things I need to be doing. So props to her. This is, we got eight more chapters after this. We Yeah, yeah, we have eight more. Uh-huh. Or seven, I forget how math works, but there, it's up to 20 chapters. So I don't think she'll die in the next chapter. But I do think that Bill and Stefa will not actually boink. Like something will happen, like the dad will walk in and be like, who's this nude man in your bed? Or something, you know? Yes. And then maybe the dad will die. That's probably why he was introduced. Yes. That's good so thinking. So that he could die. Yeah. yeah. That's a very common trope is to introduce someone that like everyone's like, oh, it'd be very tragic if you died. And then they immediately die. Yeah. So. I'm familiar with stories. Um, <laughs> Are you? No, I I was putting on airs to try and sound smart. You're right. I've never read a book. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> that part is, is, is more true than you know. <laughs> Um, 
I have to have a prediction. You do. You can elaborate on my prediction if you'd like. Well, I my prediction is the the joke that we were making about the venom. Oh. I predict that actually is true. I think you're has, right. He has yes. some kind of mystical power. Yes. I, I could see that being revealed more in the next chapter, so that's a good prediction. Yeah. I can see that. Okay, Dr. Porridge, do you have a prediction? She's asleep. Mm-hmm. Right, so nothing from her today. Uh, so you can uh, let us know uh, what you're going to be for Halloween in the comments of our latest oh, Instagram yeah. post. Yes, please let us know. We'd like to know. What do you think uh, some people will be? Well, I think a lot of people, what are, what are like the hip costumes this year? Barbie, yeah. I think it's the biggest costume. What about a ninja? A ninja? Yeah. Maybe. Um, I'm trying to think what's a big like cultural costume. What's some media that came out besides Barbie? Um, nothing. Yeah, I think that's it. Everybody's going to be Barbie or Bluey from Paw Patrol. Maybe, Bluey's not from Paw Patrol. <laughs> You're, oh my god you can't see this but he said there was such a fire in his eyes when he said that well what's bluey from from bluey oh then what's the the dog and paw patrol called i don't know okay well maybe there's a crossover episode you think there's gonna be a lot of blueys out there yeah i think sure. you're right yeah but i don't know if any of our listeners will be dressed as bluey well let us know we'll never know unless you tell us and you can tell us on Instagram at my first fan, at first fan fiction podcast or on Twitter at my first fan pod or you can email me if you're gonna be bluey at my first fan fiction at gmail.com. Ah uh, ah uh, ah. Uh.